Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What does the future look like where trans people live long enough to become elders? Where black liberation is assured? Where there is land back and indigenous resurgence? And where people with disabilities have everything they need in order to thrive in society? From the Walrus Talks Reconnecting Arts and Culture, Dr. Cyrus Marcus Ware shares what it means to work toward a future that is bigger than what we dreamed of. Welcome to the conversation piece. Hello, my name is Cyrus Marcus Swear, and I'm an artist, an activist, and a scholar who lives in Tagarando, in the part of Tagarando that was underwater at the time of the Toronto Purchase, the unceded territory of the Mississaugas of the New Credit. So we are in unprecedented times. Change is everywhere, and we are beginning to live into the futures that our ancestors only dreamed of the futures that they fought and gave their lives for. Black speculative fiction writer Octavia Butler said that these would be the times of change. She predicted these change-filled times in her 1993 Parable of the Sower and Parable of the Talents and Parable of the Trickster, which never got written. She said that in the early 2020s, change would be the only constant, and she wrote these words, all that you touch, you change, and all that you change changes you. We have so much to learn from artists like Octavia and from speculative fiction. Speculative fiction is, after all, a chance to practice the future together, as Adrienne Marie Brown encourages us to think. We are seeing changes everywhere, in fact, both progressive changes that are designed to make our world more just and also a backlash of right-wing rhetoric that is designed to further divide us and to entrench white supremacy more deeply in our society. After the uprisings of 2020, when we saw black people pouring into the streets, surrounded by allies and supporters, calling for black justice and liberation, when we saw the entire world react to the killing of George Floyd, of Regis Korczynski Paquette, of Chantal Moore here in Chibuktuk, when we saw actions and activations in Wet'suwet'en and in 1492 Landback Lanes, indeed we saw a moment in 2020 where there were these series of revolutionary actions that pushed us forward towards a future that is so much bigger than what we ever dreamed. I'm talking about the kind of future where trans people get to live long enough to become elders. I'm talking about the kind of future where black liberation is assured, where we have abolition. I'm talking about a future where there is land back, where there is indigenous resurgence, and where disabled, deaf, and mad people have everything that they need in order to thrive in society. 
This is the future that we are building towards. We have to remember that revolution is not a one-time event. It's a process, an ongoing process that we are living right now. As Rebecca Solnit says in her poem, Hope in the Dark, Mushroomed, after a rain, this is the part where I talk about mushrooms, uh, after the rain, uh, after the rain, mushrooms appear on the surface of the earth as if from nowhere. Many do so from a uh, vast underground fungus that remains invisible and largely unknown. What we call mushrooms, mycologists call the fruiting body of the larger, less visible fungus. Uprisings and revolutions are often considered to be spontaneous, but less visible long-term organizing and groundwork or underground work often laid a foundation. Of course, this is what we know to be true. Revolutions are springing up everywhere as the fruiting body of this much larger fungus. It is the artists who are helping us, along with activists, to blossom these fruiting flowers, to sprout forth mini revolutions. It is artists who are daring to dream that in fact another world is possible. It is artists and people particularly working in speculative fiction who are helping us to imagine future worlds. And I'm thinking here of artists on the margins who are doing what Toni Cade Bambera talked about in 1982 when she said that it was the role of artists from the oppressed or marginalized community to make the revolution irresistible. To make the revolution irresistible. It is artists who are helping us to do just that. And I want to talk about some of the incredible artists who during the pandemic, during the most unlikely of times, helped us to imagine an irresistible revolution. And I'm thinking here of the incredible artwork of Camille Turner, Dr. Camille Turner, whose multimedia installation, Nave, from 2022, combined Afrofuturism and historical research to shed light on the entanglement of colonial Canada in the transatlantic slave trade. This video work and installation was shown at the Toronto Biennial in 2022. I'm thinking about the incredible work of land-based artist, uh, Cease Weiss, who is an ethnobotanist, an educator, and an activist from Squamish, Stolo, Hawaiian, and Swiss descent with a practice of more than 30 years, particularly working in the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh territories out in Vancouver. Cease Weiss received an honorary doctorate for her incredible work during the pandemic, recognizing her irresistible revolutions and her work with gardens, indigenous plant resurgence, and growing methodologies. I'm thinking about the incredible work of Raven Davis, an Anishinaabe, two-spirit, trans, disabled, and multidisciplinary artist and educator who is in the room today, whose, <laughs> whose mother is from Treaty 4, Manitoba. Raven was born and raised in Michisagig territory in Toronto, Ontario, and resides and works as a professional artist and curator fluidly between Michisagig and Chibukta, Halifax. Their work has us consider disability justice, indigenous resurgence, colonialism, parenting, justice, and queer freedom. Through performance, video work, photography, and painting, Raven Davis is helping us to grapple with the realities of what has happened here in this place. And during the pandemic, they called on us to respond. 
I'm thinking about the movement work and the vocal work of performer and activist and Afro-Indigenous storyteller Raven Wings, who is Bermudian and Mohawk, two-spirit, trans, and a dancer and activist. I'm thinking about her work as a performer and as the co-founder of Black Lives Matter Canada and all of the incredible work that she did in the streets, but also through her creative practice with Il Nana Diversity Dance Company, creating Right to Dance and a space for all of us to get to move our bodies. These artists are just some of the many folks who are creating irresistible revolutions through their work. Revolutions that seem so possible and so doable that we can't help but want to get involved. They inspire hope in me, and I know that through these irresistible revolutions, we will finally get free. Indeed, hope is what I want to leave you with tonight. I invite you to dig deep into the rich cultural production of black, indigenous, and Afro-indigenous creators here in Northern Turtle Island, even if they aren't being shown in your local galleries or museums because of legacies of white supremacy and colonialism. I offer these black, indigenous, and Afro-indigenous artists as an example of hope in revolutionary times. I want to close with the words of Asada Shakur, who reminded us of the power of hope and the belief that change was possible. She said, Love is contraband in hell because love is an acid that eats away bars, but you and me and tomorrow hold hands and make vows that struggle will multiply. The hacksaw has two blades. The shotgun has two barrels. We are pregnant with freedom. We are a conspiracy. And I am struck by these words, that you and me and tomorrow will hold hands and make vows that struggle will multiply, and together we will finally get free. Thank you. Dr. Cyrus Marcus Ware is an artist, activist, and educator, and is among the over 800 fantastic Canadians who have been featured on the Walrus Talk stage. Subscribe to the conversation piece on your favorite podcast platform. And to register for upcoming events happening online or in a city near you, and to catch up on our archive of the Walrus Talks, visit thewalrus.ca slash events. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.